Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 69. In this episode, we are going to be discussing and talking about a comment that Jacqueline received saying that she will be back to 500 pounds in no time. Yeah, so I'm pretty used to at this point people coming at me with hate comments, making statements about my body, about my weight, about my size. And I think like we've talked about in a few other episodes as well, there's certain comments you're able to brush off that I'm able to just brush off and move on. And I can say, wow, that was mean, but I just move on and delete them or delete the comment. And then there's other ones. And this is not just social media. This is in life. If people say anything to us, if anyone comes at us with a comment or a statement or something that we already feel about ourselves, we're already struggling with ourselves and kind of like putting salt in that wound that's already open that we're trying to heal or recover from, it's actually a lot harder to just brush it off and shake it off. And something that I've really been working on in not just eating disorder recovery, but just in general to really love myself and respect myself and take care of myself in all aspects of my life is really allowing myself to feel my emotions, to not hold it in, to not pretend I'm okay, to not just say, oh, something didn't bother me when it did, because those are huge triggers and red flags for me to when I would turn to food for that comfort, when I would constantly pretend I was okay, constantly hold in the tears, hold back the anger, hold in the frustration and have a big smile on my face when I wanted to cry because I didn't want to show that emotion to anyone else. And that led me to hiding who I really was, my true feelings and turning to food. And so I've been really working on shaking off the negativity, deleting comments, not responding to the hate. But like I said, there's certain things that just trigger us because it's something we're already trying to work on or dealing with or struggling with. And this happened to be one of those comments. I think you hit the nail on the head with that right there. And it's exactly what you just said. When you're already thinking or feeling something about yourself, when somebody else points that out, that comment sticks with you that much more. It's that much harder to overcome or to kind of discard or push it to the side or not believe it when you're already thinking or feeling that about yourself. Right. And I think that stating this comment or reading this comment really triggered something in me because it's not something I've really talked about or shared or expressed. But deep down, even when I was 500 pounds, and even now, that fear is one of the biggest fears I have is being back at that place, being back at 500 pounds. And I've never really talked about that, never really said it out loud. But it's always something that's in the back of my mind that I think feeds the eating disorder a lot, because I'm so scared to be back at that place. And Right. And I think that's something that when it's something that's been with you that long, it's been that hard to openly talk about it. It's that much harder to overcome that. And I think when you are able to openly admit, hey, this is something I'm struggling with, and you can have those people who are your support system 
help you overcome those things or at least acknowledge that those things are going on, it's easier to start to maybe work on overcoming that struggle. Right. And so I think that's initially what happened is it kind of, what's that saying when someone punches you out of nowhere? Like it came from nowhere and it just hit me in the gut and completely knocked me out. Like it blindsided me. And it literally took me a few days, like pretty much all last week, I fell in this funk and I was in a really negative place with myself because of that comment. And it was really kind of something that it was hard for me to shake off. It was hard for me to talk about because it was something that I kept private that I didn't talk about. And here it was, someone commented it out in the open, even though I deleted it, blocked them, whatever it was, it was like someone was showcasing my biggest fears in front of me for the whole world to see and sharing my most vulnerable part, a part like Kevin said that I haven't talked about or I haven't brought up to the surface to heal yet. That's just been something that's been stuck deep inside me that I haven't been ready to open up and heal and focus on. And so it took me a long time to get to a place of realizing, you know what, as much as that comment hurt, it really showed where I need to focus my healing. It showed me what I need to focus on in terms of that thought that's constantly in the back of my mind, getting it out and not holding that in anymore and bringing it to the surface, no matter how hard, scary, emotional it makes me, I had to get that out and actually talk about it and share it and address it. And that's why I kind of wanted to make this episode too, because a lot of times those deepest thoughts we have about ourselves, we keep hidden and we keep covering it up and pushing it farther and farther down, never addressing it. But those are sometimes those emotions and those feelings and those thoughts that have to come out no matter how hard it is. And I think that's exactly it is when you opened up and you said, hey, I got this comment and it's affecting me in X, Y, and Z way. At that point, you're able to start working on overcoming that. But if you hold that in and you internalize it, it only kind of snowballs and gets worse. And those emotions keep growing inside you. Like you're never bringing them up to work on them. Right. And it was one of those things where it's like, my therapist talks about this all the time. It's like you have an eating disorder voice in your head. And the more I kept thinking this fear and having it at the forefront of my mind of if I eat this, if I don't work out, if I don't do this, that immediately is going to bring me to 500 pounds. So I have to restrict. I have to not allow myself to eat this. I have to work out because if I don't, then I'm going to be 500 pounds again. And so I think I didn't realize that this was going on, but a lot of my choices and my actions and the decisions I was making is because of that fear of getting to 500 pounds again. So a lot of the restricting food, the I need to work out feeling, the I can't eat these certain foods, as much as I'm working on all of that right now, the main reason why I'm still stuck in that mindset is because of that fear of being 500 pounds again. And so the more I keep feeding into that thought of if I eat this, if I don't do this, if I do that, I'm gonna be 500 pounds again, I keep feeding that eating disorder thought, that eating disorder voice inside my head. Right. And so I think the biggest thing to get over that keep feeding those fears is to bring them out to the open and talk about them 
And I think when you're able to do that, that's when you're able to make that progress. Is it easy? Absolutely, 100%. No, it's not easy. But when you do that, that's when you can grow. That's when you can make progress. And that's when I feel like you've done, it can give you that springboard forward to where you're able to make a big jump of progress by openly starting to talk about whatever it is that is holding you back or what is going on with you that you're struggling with kind of alone by being able to bring it out into the open. It can spring you forward to be able to keep going and kind of get that snowball rolling with making progress. Right. It's like you have that open wound that now it's open and it's out in the open and now you can work on healing that wound instead of pretending it was never there in the first place and keeping it covered up. And I think that's exactly what I did once I allowed myself, I think it was like three or four days, I was just in this funk where I started kind of spiraling a little bit of thinking these thoughts, I hate my body, I'm so frustrated at myself, am I gonna get to 500 pounds again? What am I doing? Is what I'm doing right? And I started having all these doubts about what I'm actually doing. And I felt very negatively about myself. I found myself starting to hate my body again, picking apart my body again. And then it got to a place of, okay, I actually need to sit down and focus on why do I feel like this is my biggest fear? Why is this a thought that's constantly in my head? And why this person made this comment and it's adding to me spiraling so much. And so I think when you have that big fear, inside you that you can finally bring out. It's really sitting down with yourself and realizing why is this a fear? Why is this something that I'm so afraid of happening? And once I was able to do that, I got everything out. I got, because when I was 500 pounds, I was not able to move. I couldn't even brush my hair, get in the car. Physically, things were so challenging for me. On top of mentally how I was treating myself, how I wasn't respecting myself, how I wasn't taking care of myself, and then how every single thing in my life was a struggle where I couldn't go to baseball games because I couldn't fit in the seats. I couldn't go to Disneyland because I couldn't walk without a wheelchair. I couldn't fit on the rides. All these physical limitations that that weight put on me, but at the same time, how I was treated. When you're overweight, you're treated very differently in society. And I don't think a lot of people want to talk about that or admit that. But a lot of times, minus the people who actually loved me and cared about me, you are not treated nicely. You are not treated with respect. People do not have empathy towards you. And that's something that's very, very difficult as well. And so bringing up all these things on how challenging my life was at 500 pounds I was terrified of going back to that place. And it was one of those things where at the end of the day, it was reminding myself that even at 500 pounds, I was not loving and respecting and taking care of myself. And then it made me think, okay, but what am I doing right now to myself? I'm calling myself names. I'm putting myself down. I'm shaming myself because I'm so afraid of these things, but still I'm not loving, respecting and taking care of myself right now. So even though I'm not 500 pounds, even though I'm not close to being 500 pounds again, I'm still treating myself the same way I was at 500 pounds. And that really opened my eyes to seeing the bigger picture of what was actually going on. Right. You found yourself struggling with a lot of the same mental and emotional situations, even though you're totally in a different place physically. 
Right. And I think that kind of opened my eyes to how it was a bigger fear than just a physical number of being 500 pounds, but how I felt like my weight consumed so much of my life and I was not actually able to live and be who I was in that body, in that size, in that place. But like Kevin just said, that all started with mentally where I was at and what was going on when I was actually 500 pounds. And once I made that kind of discovery, something clicked and it was my fear is no longer that I'm going to get to 500 pounds again. My fear is that I'm going to constantly live in this state of hating myself, hating my body, having an unhealthy relationship with myself and with food and constantly in this process of losing weight, gaining weight, hating myself, hating my body, binging, restricting, and being in a very unhealthy place with myself. That is my biggest fear. And when I was able to break it down, it actually made a lot of sense and reinforced why what I'm doing right now is so important and so key. It doesn't matter about a number. It doesn't matter about your size or your weight. It matters of, are you treating yourself with love and respect and kindness and taking care of yourself? Are you working on your relationship with yourself and with food? Are you changing some of those patterns and behaviors of turning to food for comfort, to cope, because you don't want to handle what's going on and holding all those emotions in like I was? Or are you finding ways to actually help yourself with that mental aspect of what's going on so you can actually make the changes so you can stop struggling with all these other things that are going on. I think the biggest key right there, though, is that you've come to this realization that what your biggest fears and struggles are, and by opening up and admitting those things, you have an actionable plan that you're taking to actively work on overcoming those things. And when you keep those things in, you don't admit to anyone that that's what you're struggling with. No one can help you create an actionable plan to actually overcome those struggles. And by being where you are, I think that's one of the most powerful things is you're realizing, hey, what I thought was my biggest struggle, really, it is a struggle, but it's not what I'm really struggling with that's really causing my thoughts, feelings, and emotions. It's all of these things combined together that add up to make that big emotional Piece. That's why that comment hit you so hard is because it's not necessarily just that one part. It's all of these other things that are attached to that. Right. And like Kevin said, it's not a fear of because I know I'm in such a different place than I was back then, even though I struggle with some of the same similar things. I'm in a much different place than I am right now in my life than I was then. So my fear when I really broke it down is not I'm going to be 500 pounds again, because I know in my heart that that's not going to happen. I know I've made such growth and progress and that I don't think that it's always a possibility. I never say never, but I know with where I'm at in myself, I've healed and grown and learned so much more than I knew back then. And so my fear wasn't really or isn't really, I feel like I'm going to be 500 pounds again. My fear is to be in that same place mentally of not loving myself, not respecting myself, not taking care of myself, feeling badly about myself, constantly worrying about my weight, my size, my clothes, how people are looking at me, what they think of me, and this unhealthy relationship with my body and with food. 
that's my biggest fear, that you're going to continue in this unhealthy cycle. And knowing that that's my biggest fear, like Kevin said, I know already right now I'm actively working on it. So even though I might be in a place right now where I'm not comfortable at the size I'm in, where I don't like a lot of aspects of my body, I'm struggling with loving my body fully, I know I'm doing everything in my power to heal that relationship with myself and my body so I don't have to keep having this fear of how much I weigh, am I going to lose weight, oh my gosh, I've gained weight, and I can get to a healthy place without that constant struggle of the relationship with food and with myself. And so I think a lot of times when we do bring out those parts of us that are the hardest to talk about or that hurt the most, and in this case, it took someone commenting my biggest fear to me and me being in pretty much a not good place for a week to fully realize, you know what, this is actually something I need to heal from. And what I'm actually doing right now in eating disorder recovery is actually helping to heal those parts that I'm completely struggling with. So even if I'm not at a weight or a size or comfortable in my body, I know what I'm doing is the right thing for me. I know the path I'm on is the best path for me. I know if I continue down this path of making progress in recovery and loving myself and respecting myself and changing that relationship with food, I will get to a place in a healthy way where I feel good in my body again. Whether that's weight loss, whatever that may be, it's not, that's why I say it's not a number I'm working on, how much weight I wanna lose, a certain number I'm trying to get to. That's why I stopped completely weighing myself on a scale because I actually want to heal these parts and get to a place where I don't have to constantly keep worrying about how much I weigh all the time. Where any food I eat, I'm constantly thinking about, is this gonna make me gain weight? Where I'm constantly not thinking, I shouldn't be eating this. I need to be doing that and struggling with myself and my body. And so I think that's why sometimes those things need to come out and why I say we have to feel those emotions. And sometimes it's not just brushing it off and pretending it doesn't bother you. Because if it bothers you, there's a reason it bothers you. And you need to look deeper into that and figure out why it bothers you so you can heal from that and continue to move forward. And I think that right there is one of the biggest things that you seeking out help from a therapist has helped you to understand is that when something's bothering me and that makes you feel upset, okay, I'm feeling upset, but let's figure out why that bothers me. And you've actually done the work and opened up and admitted, okay, this is bothering me and you figured out this is why it's bothering me. And then you can work on fixing that. But by just pushing it down and burying it more, you never fix it or resolve it. It's still there and it still bothers you. Even if it's not as big as it is right now, you could have pushed it down. Okay, I'm fine again. You're back to whatever, but it's still there. And the next time somebody makes that comment, you not only have that reaction again, but you also have the reaction that's still tied to this time of it happening. So by you doing that work, it's been incredibly powerful to watch and see happen. What happens when you actually do put that work in and open up and allow that stuff to come out so that you can have an actionable plan to overcome that struggle? Right. And I think the biggest part is the more I was hiding that fear, because I don't even think I talked to Kevin about it. I never even brought this fear up. But it's that all or nothing mentality still that I struggle with is no matter what weight I'm at right now, 
I still have that fear of if I miss a workout, if I eat certain foods, if I don't follow this plan that I have perfectly, that one action is somehow going to make me gain all this weight and I'm going to be 500 pounds immediately the next day. And by not bringing up this fear that this was going on, I kept feeding that thought. I kept growing it and it was like snowballing bigger and bigger and bigger inside me. And I didn't realize how big of an issue this was and how much this was preventing me from continuing on a path of healing. So sometimes there's not gonna be a solution. There might not be something that's gonna make me feel completely better and not feel like this, but at least you know and you could be aware of it. So when these thoughts happen, or you feel yourself giving in or feeding into those thoughts or feelings, you can try to stop it or be aware of it. And like I said, there might not be a fix. There might not be a way to solve it. There might not be a way right now for me to be like, okay, I love my body and I'm comfortable at my weight and an actionable plan that can make me feel better. But being aware of it is gonna help me continue to move forward to make the choices and the decisions that I need to continue to make to make me feel good, to help me get to a place where I'm comfortable in my body again. And I have been so hard on myself because of my weight, because of my weight loss, not knowing how much I weigh right now because I'm not weighing myself. But this is just a huge reminder to me about the work I'm doing in recovering and healing those parts of myself with the relationship with food and with myself, why that's key So I can stop the cycle of binging and restricting of the all or nothing mentality of losing weight and gaining weight. And so it might be uncomfortable right now in a place where I'm not comfortable at my weight or in my body, but I know if I continue down this path, that is all going to sort itself out and all work together because it's not one or nothing. It's just not for me recovery or weight loss. It's both. And that is hard. But I think that's what I need to continue to do because like we talked about, recovery is hard. It's messy. It's uncomfortable. It pulls you out of your comfort zone. But growth happens when we step out of our comfort zone. Change happens when we feel uncomfortable and we allow those uncomfortable feelings and emotions to come out because it's not pretty. It's messy. It's painful. It's scary. It's challenging. But that just means that growth is happening, that we're allowing ourselves that work to be able to feel that growth and to have change and progress happen because it doesn't happen when we stay in our comfort zone. It doesn't happen when we continue to believe or pretend we're not struggling and push those feelings down farther and farther so we stay comfortable or we make others comfortable by not sharing our emotions. Growth and change happens when we allow ourselves to be uncomfortable and allow those things to actually happen as scary and as hard as as messy as it is but that's all part of the journey. I just wanted to share this with you in terms of sometimes for me, talking about it really helps me and feeling like I'm talking to you guys, my friends, and sitting down and just having this conversation and getting all this off my chest. But I also know I'm not the only one who struggles with this. I'm not the only one who has these fears or insecurities or things that I try to hide and push deep down inside me. So my hope is by continuing to share about this and the progress and the steps I'm taking to actually heal my relationship with myself and food that I can help you figure out what you're struggling with. And so you can put in that work and that effort and that progress so you can continue to heal and continue on your journey. And most importantly, so you know you're not alone. 
Because I think a lot of the times when we go through recovery or change or growth, it can feel very lonely and we can feel like we're doing it all alone. But I just want you to know you're not alone. And if you ever need anything, please reach out to us because I know it's a lot easier when you know you have someone there who's cheering you on and supporting you. And it helps when you know you're not the only one kind of going through some of these challenges. So just know we're here for you. Please reach out if you need anything and continue on this crazy, messy, amazing journey. And with that, we'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our conversation here today. There's one way that you can help us out, and that would be recommending our podcast to a friend or family member who might also find value from our conversation. Another way you can help us out is by taking the time to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And there's one last thing we'd like you to remember. It's It's never never too late late to fly. fly.